0: Love, talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pula. My guest today is Valerie Faust. And Valerie is going to talk about her race for mayor in Albany. So, Valerie, it was a long few months, wasn't it? From February
0: right to this month. Long journey from uh, wow. primary to the general election as a write-in, yeah, it was a long journey.
1: So you've been, you know, in the community a while, and you've been involved with the community a while. Was there anything about your race for mayor that surprised you? I think the the
0: main thing that surprised me was how many people – wanted a change. They wanted a, wanted a new administration. They wanted a new mayor. Um, and, but the level of the anger and animosity, you know, it was, it was just, you know, what it made me think about, uh, what I found out, which shocked me. Um, it was like how people, we were with Trump, um, how, people hated him and that you know wherever you went and if you you were for him there was battles in the home and businesses and couples and things like that it was almost like that people were just hostile towards her so that shocked me because i i'd never seen that before politically uh up close and personal um other than with
1: trump uh his, so- his reaction at- so, you've been involved in politics for a while. Do you think that the stuff that you witnessed this past election was different than in previous years? No. Um, unfortunately,
0: uh, it was the same the same type of um behavior or the of the people, and the Albany machine, it's a little bit more subtle than it had been in the past, but, the, you know, the machine is still oiled and working well, and the people uh, are still not going to the polls in these types of elections like they should, so that's the same. So, no, it wasn't, <clears throat> excuse me, it wasn't much of a change, you know, except for uh, the the amount of people Black, white, wealthy, poor, young, old, who were talking about wanting that change, and but yet um, we didn't get the change, and a lot of that had to do with um, being caught in a cycle of this is what we do in Albany, this is how it goes in Albany, and if you don't change the mentality on both sides, some uh, with right. the politicians and. You don't change it with the people. We get the same thing year after year, you know, cycle after cycle. So I, it's sad to say that it, it wasn't much of a change from 2009 when I first entered mm-hmm. and now. Mm-hmm. So I'll be working on that,
1: though, Cynthia. Good. So, you know, people use the phrase, the machine quite a bit when they talk mm-hmm. about the city of Albany or maybe even the right. county. Your, what's your definition of the machine?
0: Okay. My definition of the machine is a group of people who are in power and they do whatever they can to keep that power and to steer the masses in the way that they want them to be steered and to get to use uh, the resources that they have for what they want it, wanted it to be used for to gather in a group of people who will agree with them and help them keep this power and to keep things the way they are. So that's what it means to me. So in order to break through that, it it is tough. It's really tough. Because it's a whole
1: group. You say keep things the way they are for an insurgent, whether it be you. For an insurgent, whether it be you, whether it be Alicia, whether it be Greg what what mechanisms does the machine have to make sure that the insurgents are not successful one way
0: that they do it is to keep the a, a certain group of people ignorant to for instance um we did a lot of work out there my campaign and um, we walked The areas, um, we walked the inner city, south end, west west end, and we were all over the place. And at the last, the day before election, a couple of days before, the day before, um, they had a flyer, a a door hanger saying, just vote row A. Now, when we went back to the area, um, people thought I was in row A. So we had to explain to them that um, row A, which had all of the people that the establishment wanted in there uh, across row A. So that's simple. So they came and they, you know, well, we're going to make this simple for you. So they, they deal with a certain class or a certain group of people, I should say, in a way and steer, steer them in the direction they want them to go. And, I understand that. They want to keep their power, but at the same time, that's one of the ways that they stay in power. They go to people who are not savvy about the political way. They take the the ward leaders who they put into their group, and the ward leaders, not all of them, go along with them to keep the people ignorant and to say, yeah, vote this way. So that that's one of the main ways that... Um, I think they stay stay they, they stay in order and the in place they stay set number two they have a way of and this i'm gonna say allegedly because I heard it quite a few times allegedly that they buy people they they you know in my personal case, several people who were support- supporting me and they had a lot of backers. Uh, They had a lot of people they could bring on my side. When I went back, they had reneged because, you know, they said they couldn't do it because um, this, that, or the other, you know. And then my team would say, I guess Kathy's group got to him or something because the change were drastic. And they acted like they were afraid. They're like, oh, oh, no, well, no. And um, that shocked us. We got that about three or four times. And so... You know, money talks and everything else walks, as they say. So, yeah, there, there there are ways that you have to crack down on that to get a change in the city. So those are my two ways that I think uh, they work to keep themselves in power.
1: So do you think that, that the concept of fear in the city of Albany is still... Prevalent. I lost. I lost Valerie. I'll call her right back.
0: Hello, I lost you yeah I'm in the car, so we have maybe where I'm parked, okay, so yeah. do
1: you think the concept of of fear is still an overriding way of thinking in the city of Albany?
0: Yes, yes, it is, yes, it is. It was so you know it was so many people who you you wouldn't believe who who wouldn't take a photo with me. They couldn't take a photo. They said, I support you, but, you know, I can't be, I can't take this photo with you, uh, which was no big deal, you know, because my, my assistant, my uh, my assistant would um, say, ask someone, would you take a picture with um, Reverend Faust? And they were like, oh, no, no, no. Um, you know, we believe in what she's doing, and but I can't take a picture, you know, I work for the city or and I understood that totally. This is this is not a criticism. This is just uh sharing some information about what was happening. So, I couldn't take pictures with lots of people who said they were supporting me because they were afraid um of a backlash, which I understood that. And then there were um other incidents where people were putting up my sign and then I'd come back and my sign would be gone and and the um incumbent sign would be up and I'm like we would say well what's that about mm-hmm. you know and these people like really like strongly against her and what she's doing and not doing and so those type of things so it it is a battle to change that and that's why uh after i you know get a little rest and relaxation i am going to come back i'm not going to say too much about it but and be very very uh visible and very vocal about what's going okay. on in the city yeah
1: okay that's great so you know you did not do that badly you know, in the primary, for the primary, but yet there was still a lot of people that stayed home. Were you mm-hmm. happy with the primary results? No, no, I think, but but
0: again, as we talk about how things have not changed, things have not changed. So that is a history of Albany in primaries. Uh, people don't, turn out. I think a lot more did turn out um, for me than, you know, being someone who's you know, know politics and have um, been involved, but not a politician. So they they came out. And I think I would have done better. But, you know, that was my mom died. My daughter died. I had COVID. Um, and, you know, the campaign manager, you know, jumped the ship. Uh, and so, there was a lot of things that happened that we couldn't work it the way we wanted to, and so, mm-hmm. uh, so that happened. But no, you, you know, we want—that's what I'm going to be pushing and fighting for, and getting a coalition together to educate the people that the, the common council leaders over those areas should be doing, educating the people.
1: So I'll be out okay, there doing number- that. Do you know how how many new common council people there's going to be starting in January? I'm not sure offhand, but
0: um, I know at least three new people thinking of, because I know. No, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, because I did look at that and looked at the numbers and then read an article on how many new People came in, but no, I don't. Off the top of my head, no, I I'm not sure. Okay, okay. I okay. I know there's two that I I'm definite. I definitely know two, but I'm not okay. sure what the total number.
1: So um, and you know,
0: um, no, there there were a lot of people that were not. They did. They weren't. They didn't have any contenders. They, you know, the treasurer. Right.
1: Right. And a couple of other, you know. Um, right. Um, that's really a shame because their state, their citywide office, but yet they had nobody stepping up to the plate to, you know, make them accountable. I think that's not not really good. What do you think?
0: It's not good. It's not good because when you one of, one of the. I ran on was change, and if you don't, if you don't get, if things don't change, you know, at the root, you you keep getting the same fruit. You you heard me say that before. You have to change the the people um, that is causing, or that we think is causing some of the ills and problems and negative things happening in the community. So, if you don't have someone to run against these people, which is another thing I'm going to be working on, which I won't say too much about, because people have to be trained. You have to sort of get a pool of people together and teach them about mm-hmm. politics and uh, get them interested in politics, get them involved in knowing what the school board is doing, knowing what you know the, the mayor's office is doing, knowing what's happening around the city, and then helping them to be bold enough and support them to stand up and run against the status quo. So um, it's like me, I was the only Republican, I mean, the Democrat, the only Democrat, people are satisfied with the way things are. That, you know, then they're not satisfied, but they're not doing what they need to do to get the change. That we need to see, and that's something that is going to take a whole another four years to work on and to uh, change. We got to change that.
1: Albany has been a um, democratic stronghold for a hundred years. A hundred years. Do you see that changing anytime soon? I pray that it will because, um, you know,
0: we need good people. We need people in position who really care about the people they represent. We need people who are and very into knowing their constituents and what their needs are and then being able to help meet those needs. So that people, so that we all can be uh, happy, or or at least fulfilled in thinking that our administration is thinking about me in the south end, like she's thinking about people in Ward fifteen, fourteen, Ward eight, Ward 13, on the higher ward. I want to. So you need. Uh, so if if you have a Republican that feels that, and and will work like that, then it's amen. We got that. We got a good person there, so I think we, we these party party lines and interests. Um, people are serious about them, you know. there's like Alicia got some real horrible said about her as a republic Republican, and um, mm-hmm. one lady said I'd rather told Alicia allegedly told Alicia that she would rather. She would rather um, die or something to that something horrible you know because they said she said she was a trumper Tr- what, what do you call it a, a Trumper, oh, yeah wow. yeah so she wow. and, you know some some horrible stuff was out there um, I got racist stuff you know they weren't ready for black mayor you know um, and and that's not the majority but a lot of people feel that way And so if we're going to get a change, we have to change, work on educating the people. Um, You can't change all of them, but you can change enough to go to the polls to make a change in leadership. And,
1: And that's the goal. I know that during the campaign you had a number of personal issues, family issues, setbacks overall was your candidacy for mayor a positive one I would say
0: so yeah yeah because um um that that pushed me to uh you know to to be resilient well I'm that way anyway you know I, I it takes a lot to stop me so um yeah that that pushed me to work harder because the people they were like I'm telling you, Cynthia, this is not exaggerating. Everywhere I went, all over the city, people were saying, "I hate the leadership." I, uh, you know, uh, you know, just horrible. You know, they just angry, angry. I mean, so, but still, they didn't get the vote, and if they voted, it was uh, um, against what they you know they may have voted for the establishment i don't know i don't think they i don't think they voted though um but nonetheless training teaching i mean intensive training uh um getting them together getting them young uh teaching them and uh supporting them and taking them around and uh to talk to politicians and to, to acclimate them to the system of running and preparing to run and finances and all that, uh, we're going to see a change. Eventually we will see a
1: change. Why do you think so many people decide not to vote? Well, a lot of them
0: said why. They said because it's it's not going to help. Nothing's going to change. They're into nothing is going to change, so why should I vote? we met people who said um, oh i don't vote because uh they don't care about us down here they don't care about us over here or whatever and then they would say um, but if you ru- if you're running i'll vote for you and and at uh-huh. the right in so people are just you know they they're just uh, upset and but yet, I read an article, this may be off the subject of that question, but I read an article about why do in, uh keep them in their position. And uh, it was a very interesting article. And one of the things, one of the reasons he had in his article is that they become complacent and it's easy just to vote for what you what you have they just just vote they just pull that well it's not pull 11 the anymore they just circle in that person's name because it's easy they don't think and then the other reason was because they get benefits from that administration so if you vote that administration out they miss the benefit deals that were made they missed the promises that were made by that administration so they are compelled to vote for that person, even though they're not doing a good job for the masses or the the whole constituency so mm-hmm. um, yeah and and that's what happens so you have to we have to really come up with some clever ways to change that and it takes people like myself who will stand up, will speak out will um, get in front front of the so so to speak firing squad. Um, and say, no, we need a change. This is what we need. We need a change. And then um, duck, the, <laughs> duck all the blows that come at you, but you still go forward. So we need people like that, and I hope um, that some of the people I've met while campaigning who feels the same way that we really have to join together and fight and and train our people, teach people, all people, not just African Americans, but uh, a lot of the Arabs um, and the uh, foreign people who are citizens wanted to vote for me. And they wanted a change as well. So we just have to, we just have to, we have a, a, a work cut out for us in order to change. And, th- and that doesn't say anything against like mean or hateful like oh, you know, it's not personal. It wasn't personal for me to run against Kathy. It was uh it's politics, it was business. You you have to run on your truth, you have to run on your platform and sometimes you have to say things that may sound offensive, but it's true. It's true. So I'm I'm hopeful. I enjoyed it. I think it was a very positive one. It was it was a lot of fun in some ways. It was very draining in other ways. And it was definitely educational in many ways. So, yeah.
1: If you look into your crystal ball, um, Valerie, do you see another run uh, in the future? Thinking
0: on it, because so many people, you know, we knew people who supported me, and I'm talking about politicians, not not the ones that are here, but... um, Other political people who hold positions in other townships and places. And um, a lot of the people here who have programs that are not supported by the city and who are feeling victimized by the city is saying you have to run, you have to stay current, you have to, and I say to them, I'm not sure, I can't make that promise because I am a senior citizen I am blessed to be healthy and active and and uh have all my faculties and you know so we'll see we'll see we'll see but now, if I were to run definitely it would be starting boots on the ground in January 2022 and educating and formulating and bringing people together and training Uh, who knows who knows but I hope somebody if not myself that we have found people who will stand up who are not in politics but will stay politically inclined and up to date to run if I myself don't run you know that that we'll have somebody to run because I don't understand this this puzzles me that um uh Carolyn McLaughlin, she ran in 2017 in, in 2017, with Comiso, who also ran, and um, that was the time I wasn't going to run that year anyway. But why are they not standing up? Is there a code? Is there a code? No, we have to keep who we have as mayor and we all stand down we don't, whoever our leader is. So, because they were very quiet. There was no type of anything from
1: them. That's an interesting question. So do you still have your website and Facebook page up?
0: Yes, they're still up. Yeah. And and I may leave them up. I may may leave them up to see what people are saying or to get messages out. Um, My, my, um, website political website went through a lot of trouble uh, with people keeping it cu- current for me so um, okay. i'd have to i'm going to find some people who can uh do that and i did find people uh, a little late but um i can use them now to uh keep information up because i have to reach the people and i have lots of names of people who uh wanted me to swear that i would contact them to get in the battle to change things. So, yeah, I think I'll leave those up for a minute anyway.
1: Okay, great, over, great. So, over uh, we have, we have like about a minute left. Any final thoughts? Um, my final
0: thoughts would be that people will wake up, and that's not being offensive, but that you will open your eyes and see uh, that we need a change and that we could get that change when we change our thinking and our outlook on the way things are run in Albany. We are the masses. We we outnumber the status quo. We can do this once we get together and unified uh, to fight against the machine, to work against the machine, to change things in Albany. Um, thank that That thank we you. would do
1: that. All right. Thank you, Valerie. Thank you. You've been li- we've been listening to Valerie Faust. She ran for mayor in the city of Albany this past election season. I'm Cynthia Pooler. This is Focus on Albany. Thank you, uh, Valerie. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks.
0: Yep. Yeah, thanks, everyone.
1: Bye-bye.